Transformers Nitpickers Podcast, Joe. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is the end. We are at the end of Transformers Energon, and it is our series wrap-up. Yeah, now we only have to do Cybertron after this. It can't be worse, right? It can't be worse. I shouldn't say that. Uh, the last time of Transformers Enter John, yeah, the story, if you can call it that, came to an ending, if you can call it that. And in this episode, dear listener, you know the deal. Favorite and least favorite Autobot Decepticon Human and episode. Paul, well, usual order, What's your who was your favorite uh, Autobot? Oh, we're starting with the favorites this time. My favorite Autobot. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right, you're right. Oh, yeah, we usually do least favorite to, yeah, to favorite, get it and out we of end on the good. So, yeah, who is your least favorite Autobot? I went with all of them, except Jetfire, <laughs> Hotshot, and Inferno, because every Every single one of them gets on my nerves to some degree, but if I had to pick one, I'd say Prowl, because he does absolutely nothing that matters in any episode, and just where he's so much smaller, he looks so stupid, power linked with anybody, especially when he's the bottom half. I don't think he ever formed the top half, but I don't it just looks it. ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's anytime they had small legs, it was especially funny. Uh, I, you know what? My answer was honestly all of them question mark. And I guess if we can't <laughs> do that, I think my answer would be Optimus because he talked so mm-hmm. much. And just so much of I need to do this on my own. I need to do this on my own. Like, yes, oh. yes, there was a lot of that. Um, it was just, it, it got old after a while and it got old because he never really delivered. Every once in a while, he would like collide into Galvatron or Megatron as a big ball of light and then fade into nothing. And then there he is either in the next episode or at the end of this one. Yep. And then he didn't even save the day at the end. Galvatron did. He just turned around and said, all right, I'm going to finish this. <laughs> I, okay. Thematically, I kind of like that, but it wasn't earned. There was no. no moment earlier in the series where Galvatron or Megatron thought I could have been a good guy. And, and this was his redemption. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's now? Oh, oh, least favorite Decepticon, Paul. Uh, least favorite Decepticon. I went with six shot because he's an idiot who can't recognize patterns like every time he acts on his own galvatron beats the shit out of him and he never learns like man just well finally he's like you know what i'm just not going to do anything it's like that's not what he's asking you to do just listen to what he says like come on man and and then he had the chance to use the super energon he was down there all by himself he could have done it but oh no he had to set up shop and wait for galvatron to come along and shoot him and like this whole vendetta that he had to avenge shock blast too it was just dumb like you don't get to kill optimus prime like galvatron has had dibs on optimus since forever like the decepticons should know that so my answer was a uh, uh, shockwave slash six shot um it was just uh ugh. they both of them were big talkers it seems to be a theme here in this show but both of them were big talkers who kind of just bumbled it and fumbled by the end um sh- the one note i had is shockwave at least had the moment where that I laughed uh, at the midpoint when he got blasted into the rift, and he was like, I'm here to do this! Why? Yes. Hit by a meter. Like, that was maybe one of my favorite moments in this series. But, uh, yeah, it was the same thing. Uh, although, a special asterisk combination for Alpha Q, I don't think he 
counts as a Decepticon, but he definitely doesn't count as an Autobot. So Alpha Q just annoyed me. No, oh, especially when he's no longer really in the show, but just, just narrating, narrating it. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, but then some... just acknowledge that he's dead. The show is grave, like yeah. four or five different times. That's got to be what it is. But then towards the end, when they find like Unicron is a little tiny ball, he's like talking to Kicker again. So is he back in the show and they're still trying to save his planet? He was superfluous and annoying and crucial all at the same time. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> all right. Uh, I know the answer is one of two people, but who is your least favorite human? <laughs> it is still Dr. Jones, but uh, this time not for being the worst father and husband in the universe. Like He even insults his wife's cooking like right in front of her. But in the second half of this show, they just play him as an absolute idiot. Like It, it takes him hours to figure out something that his son immediately knows he has to do, like cut the energon strands. And then he oh, yeah. waits until <laughs> the power. far too long. Yeah, you have to explain to a scientist if you take, disconnect the power of the thing. Like, well, yeah, but yeah. He waits too long to use the super energon to try and wake up Primus. Like two episodes after I mentioned it, I think. Like, he's just... Even his own kids want nothing to do with him. <laughs> like, where they both just run right past him. Yeah, yeah. And then there was also the bit where, like, anytime somebody started complimenting Kicker around Dr. Kicker's dad, he'd be like, well, I was actually the one who thought of it. <laughs> he, so my my answer was actually both of them. It was Dr. Kicker's dad and Kicker himself. Kicker was just a loudmouth blowhard who, to be fair, did occasionally deliver on a really cool move jumping from Ironhide or getting the uh, Star Saber. yeah. I think you said last time, Kicker's annoying, but he does cool shit. He does cool shit. Uh, Dr. Kicker's dad, I think they were trying to turn him into the court jester type, and it just, he, he was still such an asshole. It was kind of like he just became a buffoon, and then his family decided to make him pay for his horrible <laughs> crimes. It seems like it. Uh, okay, let's finish up the least favorite stuff with least favorite episode. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> uh, it's not all of them. I had it narrowed down to three the worst ones but it's uh it's distribution like the, yeah. the fight episode like with the robot sailor moon like it's a grade a what the fuck episode like half the fights didn't even get to see like snowcat and demolisher don't even know how they got there it's like mitch hedberg's bit about how, uh, the slide how to get up here god damn it like they don't even know why they're there <laughs> yeah I, I so i like distribution kind of in that you know so bad it's good way it was such a deviation from the norm that it was like a, a vacation from this show for a little bit uh, i do completely understand where you're coming from because even for what it tried to be it was a disappointment there were entire fights you missed that ended up not even necessary i think in the the show you even said like start with like four fights yeah and, and show them all and make them really detailed if that's the premise of the episode yeah yeah and then plus they wedged it in between two episodes that i think should have been kind of like a two-parter and kind of serious episodes like it made it really feel like it just came out of nowhere it, it absolutely did come out of nowhere and that's the reason why i kind of liked it and can understand why you really didn't <laughs> uh so my least favorite was the, there was no one clear winner there was a lot i disliked about this show but <laughs> it was the biggest kind of disappointment i had was the end of the series where every it seemed every episode but it was probably every couple episodes in that last big you know, as soon as everybody started becoming giants, basically, um, it seemed that the goals of everybody, or at least Optimus and Galvatron, switched every couple episodes. And it was to bring back Alpha Q's planet, and it was to just take over Cybertron and escape Skybr escape Skybacron. But it was just a mess, kind of like what I tried to shoot out of my mouth. 
I don't know, I think they were just rolling dice or throwing darts or something to try and come up with ideas at that point. Yeah, it was just kind of, it it ended with a whimper and not a bang, and that was just a a disappointment to me. But, enough about the disappointment and what our parents think of us, but uh, (laughs) it's now time for your favorite stuff. Who's your favorite Autobot, Paul? Uh, For the whole season, or for, for the whole series, I'd still say Inferno. Because he never really annoyed me. He did have that kind of dramatic arc where he had to become a Decepticon and then had to fight his way back. And But I'd say Inferno, but not Roadblock, because Roadblock doesn't do anything. Like the whole second half of it, he's basically just getting repaired or recovering or something. Yeah, it feels like the more screen time an Autobot gets in this show, the the more annoying they become. And like, <laughs> so the guys in the background doing the solid work, like RC was in the running for mine just because she was usually just there at a crucial moment and she got shit done and she didn't hang around long enough to have a shit translation come out of her mouth. <laughs> All right, Paul, who was your favorite Decepticon? I went with Megatron oh, wait, slash... I, I didn't actually say my favorite Autobot. I said RC was kind of in the running. My favorite Autobot was Ironhide. Um, it just for the same reason, I think, as last time, is he, he gives me a laugh. He's still kind of dumb enough. And in Crash Course, he did such... Like, he was such an idiot. I couldn't help but laugh at him. Oh, my God. The, the entire... <laughs> The entire time we watched the commentary, wink, wink, dear listener, for Crash Course, uh, it was, it, he just had me in stitches. <laughs> and when he, I forget what episode it was, but when he actually said, what are you doing here? Oh, yes. that was the best thing. He said it was the thing. The he magic. said the thing. <laughs> he said the thing, yeah. Uh, the, the smack talk beef he had with Scorponok got old, but yeah, he, he still stayed as my favorite. Okay, yeah, anyway, your favorite Decepticon. I went with Megatron slash Galvatron because every other Decepticon, I, I think, is just a cardboard cutout or just silly comic relief. Like Demolisher doesn't start as silly comic relief, but he definitely gets to that point, especially after they remake him. But Snowcat was, he was never meant to be taken seriously. I don't think. And then even Mirage though, when he, uh, that scene where he flies out of the room and then flies back in reverse and tells him to be good. Oh, my God, I laughed. That was funny. But, yeah, I, I'm sticking with Megatron slash Galvatron. Fair enough. I, I actually went with those three Stooges uh, kind of all together, Mirage, Snowcat, and Demolisher. Um, together, they had those funny moments. And just Mirage, or um, Snowcat and Demolisher so many times, like when they were trying to get in the Energon pool or yeah. during during their fight <laughs> yes. and trying to combine Holding each other and trying they work up the nerve to get in oh it was just great all of that stuff was great um that said you what you mentioned there kind of how demolisher changed so much at the beginning of this series we kept talking about how he could have this amazing story and then they just turned him into literally one of the three stooges oh yeah And, and it just it occurred to me that at that point of the rift I've re- looking back now, when, when they all went into the rift, into, into the making quote signs here, dear listener, new universe, um, that was when they kind of, I think, just kicked the can and were like, fuck it, whatever. It was already, eh, at, at that point, it was kind of a mediocre show, and then I think it just kind of went into, you know, we don't care what you write, just as long as you bang them out. Just get this thing done so we can get paid yeah uh okay that's uh that's the uh robots there who was your favorite human i went with carlos because we haven't seen him in 35 episodes no, no I'm kidding. <laughs> it's still rad i can't believe i'm saying it it's still rad the show had just the right amount of rad other than the one bit where he comments about how sally's 
growing up nicely. Or, oh or yeah, he said. yeah, that's that's not other a, than that, yeah. but it, it had just the right amount of rad. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that was just clumsily written, and they were trying to play it that he he was trying to be nice and said an awkward thing. But that was creepy. That yeah, like the one time Doctor Kicker's dad should have. I was on his side. Punched that kid in the jaw. Um, my answer was rad question mark and only by a little bit. The humans in this either annoyed me or were completely unimportant. There were so many times that the only job for a human in this episode was push the button and send the energon. They just aside from Kicker, and then Doctor Kicker's dad were kind of nothing burgers. Well, yeah, even the one where Sally has to get to the control room, like, if they had to frame that as she's the only one that can fit through the crack to get in there, that'd be fine. But they never say that, right? They're like, why isn't that an Autobot or an Omnicon trying to get in there, right? Exactly, yeah. The, the humans were kind of forced, and then uh, Kicker's mom was just a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I, I don't even know her name. Stockholm Syndrome, I think you said Oh, Chad. boy, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, that's enough about boring old humans. Paul, what was your favorite episode? I went with The Power of Unicron, because uh, in my spreadsheet I keep for this show, it's the only one I have down that we both kind of like this episode. So I'm like, that must be my favorite one then. But yeah, that's the one where uh, Galvatron finally, or Megatron, sorry, gets control of Unicron. And it's the one where he kills Shockblast by punching him from outer space. Yeah, that was like, very cool. It's like a Mars flew up to Earth, transformed and punched you. That's like, man, what a way to go. Really? It was kind of the... After that, the size thing kind of just like once Unicron was gone physically, um, this the messing around with size just became silly. At that point, it was still that was very awesome when he punched him into the fucking planet. Well, yeah, it's it's not like they didn't slow it down to give you the the scale of like just how big this thing is. It was like full speed punch the way Megatron normally would. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so my favorite episode was it was Crash Course. I knew it was going to be Crash Course <laughs> as soon as I watched Crash Course. It was Crash Course. It was hilarious and stupid. And I had a great time recording the commentary. Wink. Uh, I remember thinking that, yeah, I have it written down that uh, John enjoyed it from the bad movie angle. 100%. And and that's the only reason I liked it. Aside from that, I can acknowledge it's a what-the-fuck episode and kind of a way... If if you're there for the storyline of of, uh, Energon, it's a waste of your time. But if you're there to, like... I don't know, just enjoy a dumb Transformers episode that does not take itself seriously at all. Yeah. Crash Course. I like Misha's line in that moment. She's like, I like fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Then she wins the race. Yeah. It was, oh, man, that was something. Uh, I guess that's the end of our wrap-up. So overall, Paul, Energon, it was like, I, dear listener, if you've listened to the 50, felt like 100 episodes thus far, you have to know we, this, I mean, I don't know, Paul, here's the big question. Is this as bad as Beast Machines? Uh, I actually wrote down my order because I thought okay. this might come up. But uh, yeah, I think I've... Th- the first two, I always go back and forth on these, but I have G1 and Prime kind of... They go back and forth for one and two. And then I have Animated, GoBots, and Beast Wars that kind of move around a little bit. Then Armada, then Beast Machines, then Energon. I think I might agree with that. I, I didn't write a list, so I, I can't give one but yeah i think i agree that's a pretty good order i i energon i think is the the most i don't want to say the worst I, like it's the least 
It's the most disappointing series thus far. It's a good way to put it, because you can tell they put a lot of work into it. It just got mangled in translation. It got mangled in translation, but at the same time, I, there were so many things that didn't make sense, especially at the end where, like, Optimus dissolves and then he's alive again. That has to be in the original writing, and that's just, I mean, it weakens the death. It just, it makes death completely negligible. And I know it's a kid's cartoon, but Optimus dying has to carry some weight to it, and it never did in the many times it happened Two in the show. Two episodes! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Paul. Energon was the worst. Here's, but you know, but to be positive, Unicron can't be, or sorry, uh, Cybertron in the Unicron trilogy can't be that much worse. I hope, please don't let me have cursed us. Well, now that we are done with the series, I was looking at the wiki and it, it even says the first of it for Energon, believe it or not, this isn't the worst series of uh, Transformers and does mention another one that I guess is just terrible but one other thing i noticed reading the wiki ironhide's voice is the same voice as the guy that did uh carlos get out of here like i it was like sounds kind of familiar but we hadn't heard carlos in so long right then it's like holy shit yeah it's him at matt hill is the guy's name huh how about that okay that's cool uh, so here's something that's not cool, dear listener. The next episode won't be for a while. Uh, you know, Paul and I have uh, real lives, uh, so we're probably <laughs> going to go on a break for about a month. Uh, you can we're going to put updates on the TransformersNitpickers.Podbean.com, uh, the webpage. You'll see when the next, as soon as we know. Uh, but it should be in about a month. Uh, in that time, we've got a couple commentaries to come out. I th- we did a Dark of the Moon that'll be coming out, and then we'll bang out some Cybertron Saturdays. There'll be stuff to listen to. Uh, if you want to tell us about what stuff you want to listen to, you can email the show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to stuff you should know with, and tell all your friends and tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. As an adult, I'm not supposed to go down slides. So if I end up at the top of a slide, I have to act like I got there accidentally. How'd I get up here, damn it? I guess I had to slide down. Wee. That's what you say when you're having fun. You refer to yourself and some other people.